hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Grab that dough. It's one of our favorite Golden Girl episodes. <laughs> it reminds us of all the game shows we watched as kids and even a few as adults. Bet you you watched some too, right? Game shows tap into that fantasy in all of us to get rich and quick. But the truth of the matter is, though, that according to a Fidelity Investment study, 88% of millionaires didn't inherit or win their wealth. They made it themselves. So the next obvious question is how? Is it possible for you? What does it take to create a wealth-building mind? You're listening to Queer Money Episode 261. Today, we're sharing five easy tips to help train your brain to become a wealth builder. There's a whole group of wealth builders in the Queer Money Facebook group. If you've got money questions or suggestions for show topics or want to join those other wealth builders, join the group, ask your questions. We just may turn it into a Queer Money episode. Now let's get into building that wealth builder mind. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. Join our movement to build a community of happier, healthier, and wealthier gay men by getting your free copy of The Five Building Blocks of a Happy Gay Life at debtfreeguys.com forward slash happy. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Queer Money. Uh, As you know, in the year 2021, John and I have been focusing on this live fabulously, not fabulously broke idea. And of course, this episode really ties into that, that whole idea of how we have to open up our brains and our hearts and our minds to accepting that it is 100% okay for us to build wealth, for us to be happy and thrive financially, right? There's two ways to live fabulously, not fabulously broke. And that is with living barely off of anything or have an abundance, right? And I think we all want to have the abundance, partly because what we can do with that abundance and how we can help other people. Speaking of helping other people, John and I are 100% blown away. You probably heard in the outset of this episode that we are sharing and offering a free tool, our five building blocks of a happy gay life. And at the point of this recording, we've opened this up in and made it available in, what was it, early May? I, I mean, sorry, early February? Yes. Yeah, it was for early February. And at the point of this recording, over 600 gay men have looked at and requested that. And we are just just completely blown away about how how many of you want to learn and understand what really it takes to build that happy gay life. And we know that finances is a part of that, right? Finances is not 100% the only thing that's going to bring you happiness, but we also understand how money has an a kind of this almost like tentacle effect in, in in reaching into other aspects of our lives, right? And that is why it's so important. And that is our mission with this podcast and with the Debt Free Guys website and what we do is to help build a financially strong LGBTQ community. 
we think it's so important because we see how it can help us thrive as a community. We created our website to help do that. We have this podcast to do that. We did our Queer Money Live tour in 2019 around that. We have the Queer Money Facebook group. And all of that really is around this idea of helping more of us believe and create the habits and practices in our lives that do attract wealth. But it all starts with one thing. <laughs> Everything starts with a thought. Exactly. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Right. And, and even more, more so than just a thought, because our thoughts oftentimes are motivated by the very first point here when it comes to the five things that can help you create a mind or a mindset that is going to create wealth. And that is your belief. No one gets in the race if they think they're going to lose. You get in the race when you think you can win. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win every single time, but you get in the race because you think that there's the possibility that you can win. If others can do it, you can too. And I think that's one of the things that for many of us that holds us back is we believe, I don't deserve this. I can't have this. It's not possible for me. Well, if that's the case, it's probably not going to happen for you, right? But we need to focus or think about the possibility that it can happen for me. I can go from a negative net worth to being able to provide for my family and be able to give back to the community and give to my friends. We can do that. But you have to start with a belief. And how do you create beliefs? Well, there's a couple of things that we would encourage you to do to start thinking about or creating the belief inside of you. And that's focus on creating what it's like to create and have money. Many of us oftentimes when we think about money, we think about all the things we can get from it, all the things we can buy, all the, all the ways that money can help me, right? But then immediately behind that is the thought, well, I don't have it and I never will. And I'm not good enough. It's not possible for me. Instead of that, think about what it's like to create something that produces the money that you want. That think about what it's like to actually have the money. What will that feeling bring up inside of you? And one of the things you can do along the lines with this is to daydream. This is actually a tactic uh, from the law of attraction that when we think about things that we would like, and we get very detailed about this, we're actually creating inside of us an attraction to what it is that we want, especially when we think about the feelings. And to be honest, this is something that John and I did over the past year. Many of you will remember if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, 2020 was a very difficult year financially for us. Most of the money that we make during the year came from sources that in 2020 just completely dried up or did not want to, to do anything because of, uh, of fear right? of what was going on. So our income dropped significantly. Towards the end of 2020, though, we decided to put this practice into our daily habits of thinking about what it would be like and getting very detailed about the feeling. And one of the things we would always talk about is what would it be like when we actually got the yes? 
What would it feel like when someone said, yes, I want to work with you? When someone said, yes, let's move forward with this. And it was that feeling that really motivated us. It got us excited. It made us feel good. Not what would we do with the money after we landed the contract or got the yes from someone. It was really what was the feeling there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this a lot recently with uh, for ever in a day. I've wanted to have specifically two Frenchies and that recently we increased that up to three for some reason. And we've been feeling the feeling of what it would be like to finally have just one Frenchie in our home with us. And especially because of COVID and us living in Las Vegas and not really knowing anybody for the last nine months or so, we're looking for some new energy to come into our condo. And you know, we think about what it's going to be like, how entertaining and enjoyable and loving is going to be to have that Frenchie here. And so we, we talk about that a lot. And in fact, you know, we'll get up from the couch you know, to take a TV break to go get some snacks and one of us will ask the other, where do you think the Frenchie would be right now? <laughs> because we all know that the Frenchie would be at our feet, hoping that they would be getting whatever it is that we were getting from the refrigerator <laughs> themselves. So it, it's it's creating that that feeling, that that emotion inside your gut of what it's going to be like to have that which you're striving for. And it's not just about what can I get with it or who can I be with it? How will I impress everybody when I have this? It's how will I feel deep down inside my core? And I think heading into point number two, a lot of us, even if we think just on occasion that we deserve something, it's hard for us to believe that on an ongoing basis. I know that many of us carry limiting beliefs with us from childhood to adulthood. You're here. And, <laughs> and, and, and we might work on ourselves and try to change those limiting beliefs, but it's hard to keep holding on to those new beliefs, the, the true beliefs, the aspirational beliefs. We might believe it for a second. We might believe it for a night, but when we wake up the next morning or even when times get a little hard, you might start to think, uh, this is just not going to work out. I'm, I'm lying to myself. I'm, this is not truthful. It's not working out. I need to give up and, and go back to what it is that I was doing before, or I should just give up in this particular dream. And that's why we love recommendation number two, and that is to use mantras. You can use mantras to help do the neuro-linguistic reprogramming that we need to do to overcome our limiting beliefs. And if you haven't listened to episode 245 with Evolve Betton, Evolve shared how they and their learners use affirmations, use mantras to help recondition their limiting thinking. And it helps keeps them focused on what it is they want to achieve. And it, 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 it's an exercise that gets deep to your subconscious and works its way up so that you stop having those protracted periods of time when you think that you don't deserve something or that you're not worthy of something. It doesn't mean those times are going to go away altogether, especially if this is something, an exercise that you're just starting out with, but it can help you reduce the amount of time that you have those negative thoughts or even reduce the number of times that you have those negative thoughts. Yeah. And going back to that whole idea of neuro-linguistic programming, there's, uh, I think it's Dr. Joe Dispenda says, and actually, and now I think about it, it's someone else who said that, uh, that neural pathways that fire together, wire together. And basically what that means is that if you think a thought over and over and over and over again, your brain is literally creating a network that makes it easier for you to think that thought over and over and over again. And that's when it wires it into your subconscious. Now, John talked about kind of the negative, bad beliefs or thoughts about ourselves that we carry from childhood or from maybe some bad experience. 
those are there because we thought about that over and over and over again. Sometimes we replayed those scenarios over and over again. Well, we can unwind those and create new neural pathways in our brain. And what that really does is it helps it become easier for us to think these positive, these upbuilding, these wealth building thoughts for ourselves. And that thinking positively helps create the vibration that David mentioned earlier that can attract that positive outcome to you. And then you will be reacquainted with that guttural feeling of finally having that thing that you wanted, the happiness and the joy that you'll have, not what all that stuff can get you, but the feeling of of having it. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. Number three is to surround yourself with wealth building, not rich looking, but wealth building people. And the key difference here is how they talk. You'll understand what the difference is when you are around somebody who looks rich versus somebody who actually is creating wealth. And one of the things here is this kind of taps into, number three kind of taps into also number two, because you're going to hear these conversations and it's going to be putting it into your brain, right? Now, some of us may have a hard time. How do we start hanging out with wealth building people? Well, to be honest, especially in uh, in this time period of uh, COVID and post-COVID, we may not want to run out and start hanging out with people, especially people we don't know. So the best place to start is to actually start with books or YouTube or podcasts, like episode 253 of this podcast with Patricia Redhawk. Patricia Redhawk is a lesbian that is building a multi-million dollar real estate business, when you listen to people talk, you start to understand the way they think. And you can start to model your thinking off of their thinking. But if you really are looking for folks to to actually have conversations with, search for people in your area that you can actually connect with. The value and the benefit of actually having the two-way conversation was shown to John and I when we had a conversation with Patricia recently about real estate investing. And John and I were very, has been very hesitant and we didn't believe that there were a lot of things, easier ways for us to get into real estate investing. And, and we're, I think, had some built up habits, mental habits from the past that were preventing us from doing this. And we had a conversation and all of a sudden there was one thing that Patricia said and boom, both of us were like, oh my God. We could totally do that. <laughs> I never thought of that. We can totally do that. And that has really made us start to think and talk on a daily basis about how we're going to get into real estate investing. And the same thing will happen to you. Now, one of the things we want to encourage you to do is you don't have to completely limit your social time with your friends. What we encourage you to do is just to start to take some of your time and spend it in this area. Take some of your social time or social networking time, right? The time that you spend on social media, change it over to places or conversations with individuals about building wealth. Instead of uh, spending time, as much time watching TV, maybe just dedicate an hour a week 
to actually working on having these kinds of wealth building connections with other people. And when you build this kind of group of friends that are wealth builders, then your social and your business actually start to commingle. At one time was thought of as I'm working on my business, I'm working on myself. Now, all of a sudden becomes the social aspect of your life as well. And you carry on these fun conversations with other people about creating financial independence, about how you start to share war stories, you start to share ideas with each other, you start to share something and somebody says, oh, I did this, or you might want to think about it this way. It really opens your eyes to a lot of different ways and trains your brain on how to think about building wealth. Exactly. It'll be striking to you when you compare how your friends who look rich talk relative to how your friends who are building wealth talk. It's completely different. Recommendation number four is something you've heard us talk about many times on this podcast, but it's important for us to mention it on this episode because it's, well, it's important. Tip number four is spend less than you make. No one gets rich spending more money than they make. Folks who spend all or all and more of their money are constantly reinforcing the lack in their lives. They create a mentality of never having enough. It's It might be going on subconsciously. You might not be aware of it, but spending more than you make is reinforcing the fact that you don't have enough. And then not only is the actual spending that way, reinforcing that in a subconscious level, then you get the credit card bill in the mail a month later. And that again, reinforcing that you don't have enough and that you're always working in the negative. So you got to flip that on its head. Stop spending more than you make. We give up opportunities to become wealthy when we spend all our money. I'll repeat that again. We give up the opportunities to become wealthy when we spend all our money. We don't have anything left to allow for the money that to work for us while we're sleeping. And that's important. Wealthy people figure out a way to make their money work for them even while they're not working. And that's something that's available to all of us, but that all starts with spending less than we make. Right. Even if it's just $5 a week, right? If you can figure out how to spend $5 a week less than what you are making, and then you can take that $5 and put it in emergency savings and then start putting it into investing on something like Acorns or some of those other small dollar investing applications, Over a short period of time, you're going to start to see how quickly you can start to accumulate money. And it grows exponentially. What happens is your $5 turns into $6, it turns into $8, which turns into $10, turns into $15. It grows exponentially. It takes some time, but keep up with the spending less than you make so that you can invest and grow your wealth. I'll add that one of the most exciting points when we have someone going through our credit card payoff course, there are several different highs that someone goes through, kind of a a sequential process that they naturally grow through in, in, in successes that they have, micro successes that they have as they go through paying off their credit card debt. And one of our favorite points is when an individual or a couple get to the point where they realize suddenly when they have unexpected emergencies, uh, when for whatever reason, their bills are more expensive one month as opposed to uh, what their their expenses are typically for an average month. When they start to realize, hey, I was able to pay for this without having to use my credit cards. I actually had the cash available. So while I might not have made any progress this particular week or this particular month, I also didn't take two or three steps back by using the, putting this on my credit card and then letting that compound on itself month after month. And so that's exactly what this is. Th- this tip is for. Spending less than you make can really turn your life around. Exactly. Point number five, 
stay focused, right? A scattered brain isn't able to accomplish anything. We need to stay focused. And we're so, we live in a world where there are so many distractions. So stay focused. And one of the best ways to do that is to spend time learning a skill, exercise that skill whenever you can, and keep that skill up to date, especially if you can find a skill that allows you to continually grow your income. Stop wasting time. We waste so much time. I think the last time I saw this statistic is that the average American spends upwards of three and a half to four hours a day on social media. What a huge time suck from us, right? Even if half of that amount of time was used in a manner that allowed us to grow our knowledge so that we could eventually grow our income, amazing how much our lives would change. And remember, rich people play hard, but they only do this because they also learned how to work hard. The vast majority, 88%, according to a Fidelity study, 88%, said this in the outset, 88% of people earned their million dollars. It wasn't given to them. That's how they got there. They stayed focused. They built a wealthy mindset. And lastly, I'll add this uh, staying focus is much more easily achieved when you follow tip number three and you surround yourself with wealth building people because they'll hold you accountable. They'll follow up with you because they want you to succeed because they know that your success is their success. So they'll, they'll, they'll help you stay focused. And so you're not traveling on this journey yourself. You're traveling with a team, a family of people who all want to achieve wealth with you. Absolutely. I will add, that's just another reason why if you're not a part of the Queer Money Facebook group, get in there because every Wednesday people post their money wins for the week. And sometimes that win is just my, I didn't spend all of the money that I have. And sometimes some of those wins are incredibly amazing to see the changes that people have made in their lives, in their finances. Queer people all over the country, all over the world are doing it you can too. So those are our five tips to train yourself to build wealth. Hang on for the wrap up of the show where we give you our queer money takeaway. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere. So banking fits into your life, not the other way around. Queer money is being brought to you in part by the five building blocks of a happy gay life. Join the growing community of happy, healthy, and wealthy gay men who love their lives inside and out. Get your free copy of The Five Building Blocks of a Happy Gay Life at DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash happy. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this episode. Do as we've done with this list. Start with one and work your way through all five adding each one to your life. You'll be astonished how you start to think differently about your opportunities, about your prospects, and your ability to create a life of financial security. You, like many other LGBTQ folks, deserve to be financially independent. It just takes the right mindset to get you started. Join us and other wealth builders in the Queer Money Facebook group. If you've got money questions or suggestions for show topics, just ask in the group. We may answer the question in an upcoming episode. Thanks again and have a great week. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking Queer Money on the road. 
Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.